You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello, everybody. Happy August 5th. Hopefully you got my voice email today and now you're getting my podcast, actually our podcast. Today's podcast is going to be titled, Being Exactly Where You Are At All The Time. I want you to think about that. It's so easy for people who practice being where they're at to get so, you know, so much farther ahead of people who are multitasking, who are doing this, doing that, who are doing a lot of things good, but nothing great. You want to do something great? Be exactly where you're at. In the office, as a chiropractic assistant or as a doctor of chiropractic, a big part of that office that differentiates you from home is your uniform. You know, most of us at New Beginnings, the male doctors have a tendency to wear white long sleeve shirts. Why not colors? Why not this? Why not that? Because white symbolizes cleanliness and it's symbolic of doctors and business people. That's why we do it. Well, I like gray. Well, that's okay, but gray doesn't symbolize the same thing. Gray, think about the word gray. Gray, think about it. It's not crisp. It's not white. See, CAs, why do we wear white uniforms? And, uh, you know, maybe we wear black bottoms to those uniforms, but why do we wear white uniforms? Because the uniform helps you, DCs and CAs, go into the role of being a CA or a DC. See, if you come to the office frazzled from an amazing morning or less than an amazing morning as John or Danielle, when you get to the office, if you don't switch into Dr. B and Danielle the CA, you're going to carry that frazzling or that excitement into the office. And I have to tell you, that's not a good idea. It's not any better than watching a baseball player on the pitcher's mound in ice skates. It's not part of their uniform. So you want to get used to a uniform so that you know, I always knew when my tie was cinched up tight, exactly in the center of my neck, I was Dr. B. The moment I loosened that tie, I was John. And I have to tell you, Dr. B is a role. John is who I am. If you're a CA named Danielle, C.A. Danielle is a role that you should be playing excellently, and then Danielle, outside of that, can be who you believe Danielle should be. And I think, you know, for too many years, I've seen chiropractors married to chiropractic. Chiropractic means everything. Does it really? If it was illegal tomorrow, would you, like Dr. Herbert Reaver, gladly go to jail? to prove your point. See, personally, when I hear somebody today say, oh, I go to jail for chiropractic, I got to tell you, those are the same people 
that can't even get focused on ordering lunch. And what I mean by that is, it's easy to say something, but I want you just for a moment, be where you're at, just for a moment, be walking up the courthouse steps, going to jail for chiropractic. See, think about that. Heck, I watched uh, a Funniest Home videos last Sunday, and a bride and a bridegroom were standing on a rock next to the ocean, having pictures taken on their wedding day, and a big wave coming as it swooshed them all to the ground. The bridegroom, uh, the, the 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 bride, the bridegroom, the uh, photographer, the groom ran to shore as his wife washed out to the ocean to be rescued by somebody else. I bet she wished she'd seen that about an hour before she married him. Can you imagine that? Your wife being thrown down in the rocks and pushed out to sea, and you don't even look back? I don't think he was wearing his husband uniform that day. I think he was wearing his selfish uniform that day. And quite frankly, I didn't find it funny. That wouldn't have been so funny if I would have been there, I promise you. Because after that lady would have been saved, I would have put on a different uniform and I'd have had a talk with that man. See, you got to think about it. Like you might say, what's that have to do with chiropractic? It has everything to do with chiropractic because if you're being exactly where you're at in a daily visit, the only thing that matters is the human being you're serving. If you're being exactly where you're at in a consultation, the only person in the world that matters is that patient. If you're exactly where you're at in a report of findings, the only thing in the world that matters is that human being in front of you and the significant other there supporting them. If you're doing an orientation, the only thing in the world that should matter should be that audience. See? Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever been at the front desk CAs or in the adjustatorium or adjustment rooms DCs and had a little flash of something else, whether it was funny, whether it was embarrassing, whether it was painful? See, if you bring that into the office, you're not being where you're at. You're not being where you're at. Let's take another baseball player on the same team. Let's put that baseball player in center field. If all of a sudden, you know, the pitcher's about to throw the ball and the center fielder starts bending over and pulling weeds out of the grass, that center fielder switched into a gardener for a brief moment. What happens if that ball comes flying right by him? See, he made an error. Not just for the record books, but he made a serious error because he probably lost his job. I want you to think about that. Each and every one of you at New Beginnings are doing it so much better than the others. I actually try to keep you away from other offices. People say, well, gosh, Dr. B, don't you want us to associate with other offices? I do. But I want you to associate with other offices that are doing corrective care and clearly know their why. How many know those people? How many corrective care chiropractic offices are in your town? How many have you seen that are New Beginnings training or affiliated with being coached by New Beginnings? Because outside of that, there's not a lot. You folks 
are obviously, in my mind, the best of the best of the best. And in a way, just like a parent, I try to keep you away from the rest. <laughs> See, you're the best of the best, and I try to keep you away from the rest. Why? Because what did your parents tell you about bad kids and bad events when you were a child? Did you ever hear this? You hang out with those bad kids, you'll turn out bad. Now, some of us figured out, oh gosh, I guess if we hang around with good kids, we'll turn out good. But most of us didn't hear that. We heard what? Hang out with bad kids, you'll turn out bad. I always raised my children to make good decisions. You know, when I went to have the oil changed in our vehicles, I'd have the children with me and we'd look down in that pit at that person covered in oil for six, seven, eight, ten hours a day. And I'd look down there and I'd say, see that? And every one of my kids when they're little go, yeah, dad, I know that's a bad decision. And then I'd say, remember, we're not better than that human being, but we can certainly make better decisions. Unless, of course, your life, your life is focused on being in a pit changing oil. See, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's your focus. I hope you don't take that wrong. But if that's your focus, let me ask you this. What happens if you're down in that pit changing oil and you undo the screw, you know, the, 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 the nut at the bottom of the oil pan and just for a moment you think about your lovely significant other and you don't move out of the way and you get hit in the face with hot, used, burnt oil. That's not good. See, you say, well, what's that have to do? Well, what's the, what happens, CAs, when you're at the front desk and the phone rings, but at the same time, you got a new patient behind you in the new patient chair. You got a report of findings that's in its 14th minute, and you know they're supposed to be out of there in 12. You got two doctors that are micromanaging every single thing you do. Maybe, just maybe, your mirror gets tipped over, and instead of saying, it's a marvelous Monday at Smith Family Chiropractic Center. This is John. I can help you. You might say, it's a marvelous Monday at Smith Family Chiropractic. This is John. I can help you. And you say to me, especially the smart, smart, smart ones, those are the exact same words. Did they feel exactly the same? I can tell you this. If they did, you are not in touch with your feelings. So I want you to think about being exactly where you're at all the time. What that means to me is that I enter the office. I tighten up my tie and put on my uniform and that's it. I would never, ever, ever bring a cell phone into the office just so you know. As a CA or a DC, I got to tell you, if you worked in my office and I saw it, I would, I would break it right there and probably release you. Why? Because it's unacceptable behavior. You can't possibly be where you're at when you're checking your social media. You can't be where you're at when you're checking your stocks and your bonds and your investments. You can't be where you're at where you're texting with your, your, your loved ones or your best friends. You can't do it. You never, ever see a hockey player, professional. You never, ever see a professional football player, baseball player, or any professional athlete or any Olympian ever competing with their phone in their pocket. And I want you to think about that. Unacceptable to ever have your phone on in the office, doctors or CAs, my opinion. 
you cannot possibly be where you're at with that phone vibrating in your pocket. You cannot. Oh, but Dr. B, I'm good at it. That tells me you're worse at it than anybody I know. I want you to think about this. If you're going to be exactly where you're at all the time, ask yourself this question. Who's there with you? Who's there with you? I just listened to Will Smith less than an hour ago. And here's what he said. He says, you want to know where your mind is? Look at your last five texts, who they were to and what they said. Look at your last five social media posts and really read them. <laughs> Look at your last five social media items you read, which I guess is somebody else's post, and ask yourself, does that represent you? Because I'll tell you what Will Smith says, and I agree. And you might say, Dr. B, you're not qualified to discuss social media because you were on it for two months and you pulled away. Yes, you're right. I'm just going to give you some ideas. If your last five texts were to people that you really that don't inspire you, that don't fan your flames of passion, if your last five social media posts were something that's not true, you know, I see these posts, you know, one thing that really gets me, I see these posts from chiropractors, you know, I uh, granted, I only did it last August and September 2019, I totally get it, but I see these posts about how powerful their thoughts and their minds and their constitution is, and they aren't at all truthful. They're trying to be somebody they're not. I see my daughter run up, who is 16, going on 32, but very accomplished in athletics, in school, and certainly at her job, where in less than two months, she could probably be the manager in less than three months, except for that, you know, she's not old enough to serve liquor. Uh, that being said, you know, she'll show me something on her phone, and I want to look at it and go, oh, that's funny, 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 you know, whatever, a cat eating an iguana and then, you know, pooping out a lizard. I don't know. It's just the stuff people are watching. You know, I ask, is that inspire you to greatness? She's like, oh, dad, oh, dad, does everything have to be? And I interrupt and I say, I, I think what you're saying, dad, does everything matter? Does everything count? And does everything affect everything else? And, and my answer is yes. My answer is yes. I saw some terrible things in my life and I cannot watch a woman or a child be verbally or physically abused in a movie or I leave. I have to stop. I can't watch it. I choose not to watch it. I don't want to feel that feeling. You know, you say, well, gosh, you watch MMA. Exactly. Exactly. I love combat sports, but they happen in a ring not in a home. They happen in a ring, not on the streets. They happen in a ring, not to young girls and boys with people abusing their power. So I want you to really think, if you're going to be exactly where you're at all the time, who's there with you? You know, I'd love to have you try this experiment. Go 30 days without any social media. Go 30 days without watching the news. I mean the Google News, the TV News, the radio news, however you get your news. Go 30 days without doing those things. And you say, oh, Dr. Baker, uh, you know, you wouldn't get pictures of your grandkids. Well, I got to tell you something. Andrew and Brittany and Nick and Eva know Grandpa doesn't get on 
social media. So when they see a super cute picture, they send it directly to me. When they have a super cute video, they send it directly to me. That means something. I often wonder if they or anybody's posting 40, 50, 60 times a month. And some people, maybe a week or a day, but 40, 50, 60 times a month. But yet they're only sending one or two pictures to grandpa. What's really important? I'm just asking. I don't, I don't, frick, I don't know. But I, I'll just tell you this. If you really want to be exactly where you're at all the time, your life will become so much better. If you're home with your significant other and you're totally there, See, when I go to make this podcast, when I go to return a call to a client, I dismiss myself from Danielle and Marqueta. I literally say, going to go downstairs, probably 15 minutes, return a bunch of calls, going to go downstairs, make a podcast, going to go downstairs, be gone an hour. Like I dismiss myself, which once again, John's dismissing himself from John, Danielle, Marqueta and the Lucky Two Ranch, and he's entering as Dr. B serving you. I want you to think about that, see? Somebody asked me about three, four weeks ago, Dr. B, I've never called you and not gotten a response within minutes to at least hours. That's amazing. But I thought you said, be where you're at. I gotta tell you, I don't sit on the swing out overlooking the acreage with my wife and take a call from you. But if I look down and I know you might be in some big moment or you might be in crisis, I'll dismiss myself. I say, Danielle, I got to take this. And I actually leave. Like I don't stay there where John was. I have to go someplace else where Dr. B is. But I want you to get that. I do that for you. But the moment I look down and it's somebody outside of New Beginnings, the moment I look down and it's, uh, you know, um, I forget what they call, but those random, those uh, robocop numbers, telemarketers. You know, the moment I look down for that brief second, I do check out, and that's a problem. See, you say, well, at the office, I just look down, and if it's not important, I don't do it. What at the office could happen that wouldn't happen if you didn't have your cell phone? You know, my wife always knew that if the kids needed more than eight, nine stitches, call the office. Eight, nine stitches, I knew mama could take care of that. She could make a decision to butterfly it. She could make a decision. You know, Baker kids have been super glued for a number of years to super glue. She could make a decision to go to acute care. My theory, after 12 stitches, I'd like to be involved. Now, guess what? (laughs) She could probably handle it a lot better than me, but after 12 stitches, I want to be involved. So if I don't have my phone in the office and something happens, could she not dial the office? And say, Candace, got a situation, need to talk to John right now. Candace would never say he's with a patient because Candace knew after working with me for over 12 years, my wife never called the office, ever. And I just thank God we never had to deal with more than 12 stitches when I wasn't there. My kids were... (laughs) <laughs> this is going to sound true. My kids knew exactly who they were and they knew don't get stitches when dad's at work. Wait till he's after. I don't know. That was just supposed to be a joke. But if you look at your last five texts, your last five social media posts and your last five um, social media items you read and maybe the last five things you Googled 
and that was exposed to the whole world, I want to ask you one simple question. Would you, okay, just a question, would you be proud? Absolutely, Dr. B, that's exactly who I am. Well, 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 this one I just sort of slipped and I saw a frog eating a lizard and next thing I saw was a topless man. I like, don't make excuses. Just asking a simple question. If you really want to know, the moment you get done listening to this and you have a gap, meaning lunch or dinner before you go home, just go look at your last five texts, your last five social media posts, and your last five social media items you looked at, and that pretty much tells you that when you're being exactly where you're at, who you're there with. Think about that, see? You know, I'll tell you something, folks. Hard work works. <laughs> Hard work works. I want you to just think about that. Hard work works. The other thing I'd share with you is Discipline and consistency are just two beautiful ways to live your life. Disciplined and consistent. See, disciplined and consistent. See, I would tell my children when they'd want to listen to music that didn't seem appropriate, that you can listen to any music you want as long as you could say those words at the dinner table without embarrassment with your mom and I at the dinner table with you. Well, Dad, uh, with this you know, this rap I'm listening to, you couldn't. Well, then should you be listening to it? See, I'm just asking, I, I, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about creating children that are two and a half times better than you. It's, it's not easy. I'll tell you, it's hard work. It'd be so much easier just to go, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then when the kids turn out to be terrible, say, I told them a million times. Why didn't you tell them once with impact? See, Doctor called me a couple weeks ago. Well, my CA spending 25 to 35 minutes in a financial and not doing any better than the one I had before that was spending the required seven minutes. I said, fire the CA or train the CA how to do it right. That CA, if they were trained, would know why go in for 20, 25 minutes and have a 12% start ratio when you could go in for five to eight minutes and have a 90 plus percent start ratio, why reinvent the wheel? See, I don't look at it as a CA problem. I look at it as a head doctor problem. See, if my staff isn't performing right, I haven't trained them right. Now, you got to pick the right staff and you got to be aware that if you have the wrong staff, CAs, you know this as well as, as the DCs do. If you work for the wrong DC, and we've had that happen over the years, we've had amazing CAs live, leave pretty average DCs and go on and create amazing lives. See, we've had amazing DCs with amazing CAs create amazing lives, but we've also had amazing DCs, you know, have so-so associates and so-so CAs. And, and you know, you, it's easy way to tell that, you know, if you're collecting a hundred grand a month and 90 of it's coming from you and 10's coming from your three associates, you're not doing a very good job of leading them and they may not be the right people. Um, but either way, that situation doesn't work. So let's, let's finish this off with a smile. First and foremost, when you're talking to a loved one at home, or at a beautiful dinner, or at a nice walk. 
And they're going, huh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Huh, what, what'd you say? I'm sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Or worse yet, they go, uh-huh, 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 and they're not listening to a word you're saying. Do you feel really fulfilled in that moment, in that relationship? See? Because I wouldn't. So let's now go into the office. I'm a CA sitting at the front desk. I got tears in my eyes. Doc calls me. What should I do? My front desk CA's got tears in their eyes. What should I do? Well, I got to tell you, the first thing we should do is figure out if they should be off that front desk and if they need some help, you know. But really, the first thing we should do is make the office a safe place so that no garbage or great stuff's ever brought in. And similar going home. Make sure that that CA or that DC has a great, great practice. And, you know, you may manually every morning for a couple weeks want to go, okay, Dr. Herline, Dr. Farrell, Dr. Starachi, Candace, Megan, Jojo, Dr. B, we're all in the office. Let's stay there. I'll see you all at 1215. Boom. Now at 1215, when we go to lunch, you know, I can say, Megan, are you going to lunch as CA Megan or as Megan? She goes, well, I'm going to the store. I'm going to get my nails done and I'll be back by 145. So I guess I'm going to CA Megan. Well, don't forget to eat. We can smile about it. So you've got to practice being exactly where you're at. When you're home, be home. When you're sleeping, be sleeping. You know, one of my doctors, <laughs> several, but one that's in my head, you know, he said, man, Dr. B, I woke up in a cold sweat, all freaked out, and I was thinking about you at night. And we sort of joked, and I won't go too detailed in the joke, but we said, you know, you're laying there next to the, uh, this beautiful, he, he's married to a beautiful human being. You're, you're laying there next to that beautiful human being, and you're thinking about me. I think you need psychological help. And we laughed, and, and we laughed because... If you wake up in the middle of the night thinking about business or patients or vacation, you're not being where you're at when you're sleeping, which means when you get to the office, you might not be as good as you think you are if you're thinking about other things, which means when you get home, you might not be as good as you think you are if you're still thinking about the office or that nightmare. In other words, one of the greatest things I ever learned in my life, and I have to tell you, I still work on it every single day, every single day, every single day. I mean, there's not a day goes by where I don't catch myself and go, John, where are you at right this moment? And I know if I'm mad or I'm cursing, I'm not where I'm at. In other words, something else bugged me. I let a bird get underneath my saddle and now I'm mad that the horse is bucking. That's my fault. Folks, be where you're at. Practice being where you're at. When you get home tonight, be there as if it was the very first time. Look at your animals, look at your children, look at your mate, look at your roommates as if they're the most amazing thing ever. When you go to the mirror and brush your teeth, look at yourself as if you're the most amazing you there ever was, because you are. When you go to bed at night, tell your loved ones you love them and good night. You know, my kids and my oldest son's 39. We don't ever have a conversation without ending it with I love you. Okay? We just don't. And it's not because, well, what if it's the other last time you ever talk? Well, that's a good idea. But I just want my children, I want my daughter-in-laws, I want my grandchildren to always know they're loved. See? 
I want my wife to know she's loved. I want everybody that I love to know I love them. Not just because I show up, but because I really do. Folks, if you committed to seven days of being exactly where you're at, your relationship with yourself in the mirror, your relationship with your significant other and family, your relationship with your neighbors and friends, and yes, your relationship with your patients will grow. And isn't that what we're all about? Serving more people so we can work less hours, so we can make more money, so we can have more fun. God bless. God bless you. And have an amazing day. Baker out. Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.